Welcome back to another episode of the Clangin' Sports Podcast. That is right. Welcome back, and we are your gracious hosts. As always, Crossbones here, whose arms are stronger than most Asgardians. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm Blake Bray. Maybe strongest, maybe second strongest arms. Who knows? And I just got done doing a load of laundry, and I hate doing laundry. Every end of the week, it always has to be laundry day. Always has to be done. It it is a it is a fact of existence that laundry has to be done each and every single week. That's right. I'm always one of those guys who always waits till the last moment to put the laundry in, and there's always a buttload of a pyramid, a pile of laundry coming in the bucket right now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I do it every three days. That's my that's my solution. Every three to four days, I do laundry. That, that's a smart idea. I was waiting till I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'll like, be fine. It's like, it won't be that much. And every Friday, well, here it is. The, 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 the what is it called? The uh, Mount Everest of laundry I have to do. <laughs> it just grinds my gear. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. One, one day we'll figure out a way to, uh, to alleviate all the laundry where there will just be a, we'll just, you just, you just touch it or just throw it up. And it cleans itself. Self-cleaning clothes. That's right. What I need now is a bottle and how a genie comes out. Like in the show, I Dream a Genie. A good-looking genie that'll do my laundry in a blink of an eye. <laughs> or you can just hire a maid. That too, once I have a bank account for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the, um, uh, I was talking to somebody this week about, uh, about au pairs. They were like, do you know what an au pair is? I was like, yeah. I did nothing but date au pairs from like 2007 to like 2015. I know what an au pair. An au pair is a is a is a person who comes over from another country to watch other people's children and be their housekeeper. That's an au pair. Huh. For those out for those out there who don't know what an well, au pair do, is, do, I didn't know what that was. Do they at least do a background check on them? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're. Uh, I, I the last few that I met were from England, uh, doing study abroad programs, and then also uh, a few from Australia, and then uh, New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand! All right. Yeah, au pairs are a very big thing um, here, here in uh, in Buckhead and surrounding areas. Ah. Yet again, uh, you see, Crossway does very well with his his lifestyle because his neighborhood has au pairs. <laughs> lots, of, lots of au pairs. I'm too old. I'm too old now. They're 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 in their twenties, early twenties. So I say hey as I drive by. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a week this has been for uh, for WWE and everything that's been going on in the world of wrestling. Starting, um, I, we could go back and start with Money in the Bank. Um, and just the title belts, um, and what what went down there? That is right. I got to say, start with my favorite one, the underdog, Liv Morgan, finally done it, won the big one, and I was uh, grinning ear to ear right there because I was so happy to see Liv Morgan win the big one. Yeah, good for good for Liv Morgan. She's been right. Th- I didn't know she was from New Jersey. I, I I was not aware of that. Yeah, she's from New Jersey. I remember when she first started NXT. She had some kind of. Um, I don't want to say it's not a New Jersey thing, but it's like a more like a hip hop kind of gimmick she got where she didn't know what she was doing, like, you know, where she was in the world. But then she went to full, what is it called? She ascended to her level now where now she's on top of the world. She is full on Jersey Shore. That is right. She's a legit Jersey girl. Which is crazy, which is crazy because the one they gave the Jersey accent to is Carmella. Carmella's from Boston. Yeah, that is weird. It's like I was like, Camilla's more Jersey Shore like the TV show than Liv is. Liv, you you never would have guessed she's from Jersey, but she's very calm than the people you see from the show. But well, she watched a new season of Jersey Shore. They're a little bit calmer now, except Angelina. But that's a different story to get into. <laughs> so well deserved, well deserved win by Liv Morgan, uh, winning the title. Uh, <laughs> a lot of, I mean, I was going to say, she was probably the, like the least likely, least likely to win of all the people in there. A lot of people thought it was going to be Becky or Asuka or, uh, Gonzalez. Actually, yeah. I was thinking it was going to be. Exactly. Everybody did not think Liv Morgan was going to do it. Like, you know, like I wasn't like going to high hopes that she was going to win. Cause 
I feel like, I don't know, they always take it away from her, but I was really happy to see her win this one. Like, to me, I only thought Becky was going to win it, but they threw a curveball at us and have Liv Morgan win it, which is well-deserved. She did, you know, did the work, and she, you know, went through the heartaches and everything, and it all paid off. And a fantastic match uh, from top to bottom. Um, A lot of crazy spots. Uh, The the double suplex by Gonzalez onto – uh, uh, double suplex on I, – I think it was uh, Becky and Asuka onto the ladder was a, great, was a great spot. Um, every time that I've ever thought about saying, like, you know what, I can get in there, I can do this, I could be a wrestler, I could do that, it immediately goes out the window the second I watch a ladder match because I was like, I wouldn't do any of that. Oh, yeah, I hate ladder matches. Well, I've been in them. I hate them. I'm watching them, hey, it looks great. But when you're in them, they hurt very bad. I just – I don't like them. I don't like to yeah. be in it. That would be that would be like I'm out. I'm out. That would be the that would be the the one hurdle that that would ever keep me from attempting to even do such a thing because I I mean it it's just it is so much carnage. It is so many things, so many variables, so many bad things could happen uh for the for the sake of entertainment. But yep. but good for them. I, I, I believe that they got out of it mostly unscathed outside of the normal uh bumps and bruises. But good for Liv Morgan. On to the uh, um, the next ladder match, the men's ladder match. What do you think? That's right. I say like the men's ladder match. You ever notice there's a trend in each ladder match where you need to have a really tall person in the match, where there's Gonzalez in the women's and Omos in this one, and the years before that is Big Show and Kane. You always need one tall person in there. I thought Omos <laughs> had the spot of the night. That was That was a very cool spot of them picking him up and uh, throwing him through the table. I, I thought that he Shield. did – Yeah, he did his entire giant thing, you know, being unstoppable, you know, uh, having all the other wrestlers having to come together and use teamwork to beat him because he was a, he's a colossus. You can't, you can't take him on one, one-on-one. So that was a story within, within the match. Yeah, it's a storytelling method. They're like, Omas is like very inexperienced, but you know he's a giant, so you have to play to that giant persona in the story. Where like, yeah, he's a, he's a giant. You got to take the giant out. He's the main guy, where he doesn't need to climb as far. So what did they do? They all attacked him. Shield method, throw him to the table. As Seth Rollins was the leader of that one, because he was the one of the originals originators of that power bomb through that table. Yeah, that was a that was a good call. Good uh, good call back. On them, but the story of the night was Austin Theory, whose uh, theme song got just downloaded. A Town Down. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, <laughs> it's jamming. It's this a jam. I can't wait to uh, can't wait to play it when I'm training. Uh, so so it is a uh, it. He was uh, added as a special uh, special entrant at the end of the match. I mean, at the very beginning of the match. So everybody's in the ring. Everybody's getting ready to go up the ladder. And then Austin Theory is added to the match. Exactly. It's, it's like it, they, they kind of did like a Vegas thing where they want to like, you know, change it up a little bit. It's like I raise you one, like whatever um, the uh, general manager said. <laughs> so he's trying to do a Vegas thing where he's like, hey, let's bring on Austin Theory where Austin earlier on in the day lost his time to Bobby Lashley where now like, you know, everybody knows Vince likes him a lot. So, you know, hey, where you know, Austin Theory, you know, he's good in the ring. Like, He's a legit pro wrestler. He did his time, did his work on the indies, wrestled everywhere. So, you know, it's cool to have him on the spot. I wasn't hating on that. I thought it was a, you know, why not have Austin Theory in that one where I, he played his cards right in the match? I think they're going to have – he's going to be the youngest of everything. I, I don't think I don't think he can catch Randy. I think Randy's still going to be – I yeah, think Randy, Randy was, was the youngest world champion. I think Randy was like, what, 24? I think Randy, yeah, was, the, was 24, I think. Yeah, if he if he Thank wins you. if he cashes it in this this year is is theory twenty five? I think he's twenty five. Yeah, I think he's twenty five. All right, so he he's the youngest money in the bank winner of all time. He's the youngest U.S. champion of all time. He is off to a fantastic start of his career, and he has uh he he definitely has a and he's got merch. He's got a merchandise. He's got a he's got a shirt. He finally he's, got a shirt now. He's after got all. a shirt. I mean, that's crazy. It's it's hard. Uh, if you ever, if people have ever heard Cody talk about how hard it is for WWE to make you a shirt, um, to put that kind of backing behind you, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. He's got one. Exactly. He got Vince Man backing him. About time he had his shirt on. I mean, shirt on merchandise. 
But the storyline, I saw, like, I was reading through the dirt, the, some stories they were putting. Well, I know a lot of people are mad at what Matt Riddle to do, you know, win, because I know he want, they want to get him that jump start, where it looks like they're planning, if this story goes on right, maybe next WrestleMania, when Cena's free, had a briefcase on the line where Cena possibly beats Theory and goes on to win a title. So Austin Theory is going to be holding this briefcase for a year, possibly? Possibly. That's just the rumor right now. Right now, Vince McMahon went to go meet with John Cena today to discuss stuff. So maybe he'll come in sooner or maybe WrestleMania time. It depends on Cena's schedule. Yeah, John's a busy man uh, these days. Uh, he's a – I mean, I know he loves WWE. And, and I always joke that he loved it too much because he could have left five years ago instead of leaving three years ago, however long however long it was that he left. Yeah, um, he's fun. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to see. Um, I I do like. I love. I love the immediate cash in. I love it. Um, but you know, theory does have that kind of Miz character where Miz made the briefcase. Um, more like a like like the, he made the briefcase part of the act. So the briefcase yeah. became part of the act. And I think the theory is probably going to do the same thing. Yeah, you have to do that. Uh, the, 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 what is it like? Uh, I think it's a test to him too. WWE will give him say like, here's the briefcase. You money in the bank, but you got to make this briefcase relevant and make it work. This is your prop, and I want you to use it and get it over. Get this briefcase over. Where you know he had to do what he can, like he did tonight when Roman came out. He has all he had to do was run around the ring and show off the briefcase. And Roman just looking like, what the heck is this? who's this guy? That's all he had to do is make that briefcase mean something. All right. And also, uh, going back to the U.S. title match, we have Bobby Lashley defeating Austin Theory er- earlier in the day. I think it's, it's, it was a good move. Get get uh, Bobby Lashley the champion. Uh, same week as 4th of July. He's a United States Army veteran. Perfect fit. That's right. And, he getting, and he's, you know, got the title off of Theory. And, you know, Bobby deserves something. He's been – he's one of the top guys they have. He deserves a title. So I, I can't wait to see where Bobby goes from here. All right, so um, we have the women's title match, um, Ronda Rousey versus Natty. Ah, that wasn't too fun of this match. It was just like kind of a – I don't want to say a throwaway match because that's mean because, you know, both of them are, you know, really good. But it's like it's like a student-teacher match. Everybody knows Natalia helped train Ronda where it just like uh, – no, I feel like it's just a filler match. He has to set up for that spot for Liv Morgan to come up at the end and surprise the world by beating Ronda, where Natalia did all the work, beat up his leg. Oh, my God, Ronda hurt her leg. She can't move her leg. And then they set up for the Liv Morgan spot. <laughs> I thought that was great. I, I did think that was uh, that was pretty cool to have Liv. Music. Everybody's like, oh, kind of lulled into this, this sense of security. And then, bam, music hits. Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan runs out there. It immediately gets put in the Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle ankle locky. They go, no, she's gonna, she's gonna blow it. She's gonna blow it. That's everybody thought. She was like, oh, they're gonna take it away from her. But it's like, no, she found her way out and rolled her up for the three count. I was like, this is, this is great. This is amazing. Like, what well, is it called? Uh, like, like the, like the old fashioned and WCW said three count. Everybody goes down for the three count. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, that all in all, Money in the Bank was fantastic. I I liked it. I mean, I always like the ladder matches. I always like, I I like it. It is moving further up my list of favorite favorite pay per views every single year. And we got uh, we got first time winners, which is something that that is great. I I love that about uh, WWE when they when they give us people who are going to be champions that we've never seen as champions. So that I thought that was a move in the right direction. Yeah, because you know, like we're worried, like you know, they they've been predictable lately. Where it's like we know who's gonna win this, and they've been repetitive. But today, this time, they actually did like something different, and that was actually good. Where you have to, you know, you have to change things up eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a good spot for them. Um, also, we had the the raw after the return of John Cena. So this raw was kind of like yeah it, it it was uh it was it was three hours of TV, uh, they I, I think I think they plugged I mean the week with John Cena was fantastic John came back you know he did his thing 
you, you, you've seen him interact with these people before, but it's been so long since you've seen him see him do it. So you see, saw him talk to Seth. You see him uh, interact with uh, interact with Theory for the first time. Um, so you you laid some groundwork. You saw some things that were uh, that were very unique and that were that were kind of good. But then you get to this week and there wasn't a whole lot to do because it was Fourth of July. That's right. It was Fourth of July weekend and. You know, it's like, you know, a lot of people like are ready to go out for the 4th of July weekend. But, you know, it's hard to top, you know, a Cena weekend. A we- well, a week, Cena week. It's hard to top that. So, you know, like you watch Cena interact with so many people. You, you watch him interact with Elias' little brother, Ezekiel, where he could Cena. It was like, it's great to see Cena come out and do his thing. And I was kind of hoping for a Cena to give somebody an attitude adjuster. Just get a little mini match going. But that's coming down later on in the line. No violence for Cena. Cena. Cena had no violence. No, no attacks. No nothing. No fu. No, no, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, none of that. None of that. Uh, we didn't even get a "you can't see me" spot. So that is a, that was a very interesting. They treated that twentieth anniversary with reverence and respect. Some hustle, that's, loyal reverence and respect for John Cena. That's right. I just still wish Cena would get a tan. Yeah. <laughs> it messes up his image. He, he's not a. He's not a. He's not a tan guy. He, he's, he's not. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very very big pale man. Yes, uh, that's what John is, and he's going to keep that. He's going to keep it. He does, he's not. He's not going to go Hollywood. He's not going to change his image. Uh, well, he's not going to be EC three. Who's like a tan John Cena? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I I do want to see if he is able to come back for the thing is there only there's only two weeks until SummerSlam, so yeah. he's definitely he's probably definitely not going to do anything SummerSlam. You don't have time to build a match. You don't have time to build anything for him really no. outside outside of another appearance. But you just saw him two weeks ago, and I don't think he'll be back anytime soon. Unfortunately, no. Like we said earlier, like Cena right now, Vince's meeting with Cena where. Like the room is spinning. Like earlier, we said like um, theory versus Cena WrestleMania for Mister Money for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Well, Cena could possibly win it and go on for a title run for a little while. We might see that. Um, I was gonna say we've also had um, on Raw, uh, which is um, dating back for twenty years. Twenty years they've been doing this. Um, the the kind of. It's usually into the food fight, but there was no food fight this time. We did the outside Fourth of July celebration with all the uh, wrestlers hanging out, uh, eating hot dogs, and doing things. Yeah, classic Fourth of July, um, you know, WWE because you know every Fourth of July they always do some kind of like because you know Fourth of July weekend is always about you know people going to the lake, barbecuing, eating burgers and burgers and a hot dog, which WWE would show that's like, hey, it's Fourth of July. We're going to show we do the same thing where, you know, it's already pre-recorded. But, yeah, just, you know, just a basic, you know, just a, just a basic segment for Raw that night. Raw was slower because it's 4th of July. A lot of people want to go on their go on their lakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us to SmackDown, uh, which was tonight, which was – it was good. We got we got Roman Reigns showing up in the building, Roman Reigns sightings. That's right. Well, his contract does say he have to appear a couple times, so he doesn't have to show up all the time. So tonight was a day he picked. He's like, I'm gonna come out to Texas tonight and surprise the crowd. Yeah, and he came out with the Usos, who had that unbelievable match with the Street Profits at uh, Money in the Bank. That's right. And speaking of Street Profits, we can't forget. Uh, there's a rumor that WWE going to split them up possibly. Yeah, which would be interesting because I think they're just now. I mean, they're just now hitting their 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 stride. Really, um, I think that they're just too. Um, they're both really good athletes. I was gonna say Angelo Dawkins had that unbelievable uh, match on Raw where he did the hurdle over Bobby Lashley. Then he did that entire flip onto the outside. Yeah, I, I was I was like, that's incredible. That's incredible for somebody that big to be able to do something like that. That was that was very. Very um, amazing. That's right. Um, yeah. And Montez, yeah. don't forget him. He put on that muscle, and Vince is going crazy for that. Montez <laughs> is probably one of the best athletes on the roster. He's top five. He's top five best athletes on the roster. He get, well, I always look at this. What 
you take somebody and you say, all right, who could do this? He does things that no one else that they currently have is able to do. Yeah. I was, I liked him more like, you know, they came from a wrestling background. I was, I, I always got a special place in myself for military people. So, you know, military people are to me like, you know, they're athletes in themselves because what they have to go to, to me, they're the top athletes in the world. Because look, 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 look at Vontez. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he he is uh, he is quite the athlete. Um, I I do not know. Well, he's had singles matches with like Roman, and he's fought yeah. he's fought tons of people. I mean, they're they're good. I mean, they could do both. But I, I was saying that if they do push Montez and want them to push him in the tag team, just like how they did Kofi and E in the uh, the New Day, let him stay a team, but let him pursue the championship with his partner as a team. That would be a lot better. And his partner don't have to worry about getting fired or anything, hopefully not anytime soon, where, you know, like, they're good together, but, you know, Montez is, a, is the breakout star of the group. But it's good. You got to keep them together so both of them will stay re- – well, at least both of them will stay relevant. Yeah. One of the coolest things with the New Day is when they, when they all came out with the belts, when uh, uh, t- two of them had the tag belts and then Kofi had the uh, – Kofi had the world champion. Put the title on, or put a title on uh, Montez, and let him come, let him win the tag team champion. I let him have, let, let him have all. So that would be six belts between two people, possibly. At, Why at, not? Let's do at, it at one point. Let's definitely yeah. here. Let's do it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that he'll definitely have a have a shot at one at one point. But I hope they they stick together. I don't. I don't see. He's too nice. I mean, he's too nice to turn. I guess you you turn Dawkins, but. Yeah, but but yeah, but no, no. Dawkins is is a nice dude too, so it's very yeah. tough. He's not; they're not well, heels. They're just they're just not. I don't, I don't I don't see them having that quality. That's true. They like in real life. They're really. I actually met them when I went to Florida for the WWE thing. I met uh, Dawkins, Montez, and Bianca. Both, but all of them are super nice people. Yeah. They didn't watch me wrestle, and they asked me like, "Hey, did you have fun? You look great out there." I was like, "Holy, that was so nice of you to say that." <laughs> they, they, they were like they're super nice guys in real life it's hard to see any of them turning heel yeah. it's like natalia i don't believe it because she's real life nice yeah she but she <laughs> yeah it's kind of like when you hear a curse and when you see her do something like that it, it's kind of it's kind of weird because you know it's out of her character yeah exactly like some people are just not made to be heels they're just just naturally nice <laughs> it doesn't work for some people yeah and uh tonight um also we're gonna to get to the uh, another tag, another tag team. Speaking of the new day, um, we had the Viking Raiders versus um, what, what Hall. Is, yeah, and Shanky. Yeah, I don't think they have a name yet. They don't. I think they're gonna eventually break them. I think Shanky might be on his last leg soon because if they give you that that dancing gimmick, you won't be hanging around as much. Gender, yeah. gender. They love him, so he's gonna be yeah. around for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's got uh, – they, they came in there. Viking Raiders, they rebooted. And now the Viking Raiders are very angry, very menacing, very uh, very tough. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Like in freaking Ring of Honor in Japan, they're tough tag team. They come out there, fight you, beat you up, and now they get to do it in WWE where they're Vikings. They're, they're, they're brutal. They're supposed to come in there, pillage, beat people up, burn things down. That's what they do. And now they get to do it. Yeah, and I think that they're <laughs> – they're setting that up, so that match happens. They they just they beat Jinder and Shanky. New Day comes down, and for the second week in a the row, they get worked by the uh, Viking Raiders. But you need to build that tag. You need to build another tag team. So Viking Raiders well on their way to establishing themselves as a top tag team on SmackDown. That is right. And another segment. Let's talk about my favorite segment now on SmackDown. You know what I'm about to say? What's that? It's something that me and you should do this. I want to go to submit our headshots. It's uh, MVM, the modeling agent with uh, oh, yeah. LA Knight. <laughs> I, I, I had forgotten about that. I, the, it was a uh, so, model. It was last. It was last. Um, Max, is it is it maximum male models? I think it's called maximum male models. I think it. I think so. It's maximum something models. <laughs> yeah, and we have uh, one of the members of Retribution. Yep, we can't say that no more. He's he's a different name now, which yes. counts. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we and we also have um, 
Um, what, is his, what is his name? Yeah, the guy from Saudi. Um, oh my goodness! Now I just forgot his name. Uh, yeah, he was he was teaming with uh, Ali for a little while. Yeah, Mansoor. 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 Yes, yeah. they're male models. This is the best gimmick in WWE right now. Yeah, it's, it's funny. And I think that I mean I think that the the silliness of it will will be able to get them over. Plus, uh, Dupree does a very good job of talking talking it up. L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight, yeah, is doing a very good job of of talking it up, and and he's doing a good job. There's a lot of build up for it. I knew I knew Mace was go- I knew Mace was going to be one of the models. Like I didn't even have to, I didn't I didn't even have to think about it. It's like who would Vince put as a model, and I was like. Mace. Mace would be the dude who would be the model. It's so funny. He reminds me of Velveteen Dream a little bit right now. He's way bigger. Mace <laughs> yeah. is like six, he's like six eight. He is way, way bigger. Just the way the, the modeling thing is, he just reminds me of Velveteen Dream, the way he moves and stuff. Oh yeah, they, they do they do recycle gimmicks. And if Velveteen Dream was still in the WWE, he would be a part of maximum male models. It probably. Oh, he'd probably be like I'm a world champion if he would have stayed out of trouble. <laughs> possibly, possibly, possibly. <laughs> That's something like they have a website now where you can submit your headshots or something. Where I'm gonna put the Bang and Clang crew right there, me and Crossbones and, and male models. We're gonna be walking down that ramp. We're gonna do yeah. the. We're gonna do the summer. We're gonna do the summer edition and the winter edition. It's like, oh, who's coming down skiing down that mountain? Look at crossbones coming down there. Arms are oiled up and arms are blazing. Oh, who's snowboarding down that out? It's Blake Beretta. Look at I'm those too, muscle eyes. I'm too, I'm too thick to be a model. I'm too thick. I, I can't. I, 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 my, my, I'm too thick of a human to model. No, you can, anybody can model. You could do yeah, it. I'm too thick. I'm too thick of a human. I'm too thick of a human to model at this point. It's a bunch of metal things too thick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah. I do like the uh, – I do like the – I I want to see them wrestle more so I can kind of get a feel for the – because they're, they're two people that they are. They did the thing where they throw people together at, in a tag team, and that's what they're doing with these guys. But I, I've seen Mace wrestle. Mace is pretty good. I've seen Montour have great matches with Ali. He's pretty good. Yeah, um, Ali was always the ringleader, though. Montour is going to be on his own in this one. You just need, <laughs> um, you just need some quality opponents and some time to build them. And it's it's good that they're on SmackDown and they can go against uh, anybody but the Viking Raiders and the um, Usos. And the Usos, yeah. If you go against anybody but them, you can build them up and, and see what they see what they are. But I do not think they're they're just one of those people who are not going to get a shot at the title. But I do think they're going to be entertaining. Yeah, at least. And I guess you still got a lot to build on them. I think it's going to be more of a bigger faction because I think they're going to add more people to it. Which this modeling aid, like any modeling agency, you need a big good group of people. So they got to make it look good in WWE. So add more members, Blake Barrett and Crossroads. Yeah, I'm trying to think who who on the roster would fit into that that modeling category modeling category like who is that if tyler they could bring back tyler breeze tyler breeze would be perfect tyler breeze fandango will be great for this yeah both of them would be great models um yeah yeah so some some uh some of them would be would be great but but yeah they'll build it there's there's tons they're they got a lot of a lot of those nxt kids would be good models I think if they want to bring those NXT kids, bring those two blonde blonde kids up. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. That that tag team, that tag team that they have in uh, NXT, bring those two up. Yeah, they do the same thing pretty much. Just put them with, put them, glad them up, put them on there. And, and that Van Van uh, Van, uh, Van Wagner. Well, so, yeah, yeah put, it, put him in there. <laughs> Why not throw him in? They need a bodyguard. He yeah. could be like a security guard, like kind of holding like. They child back from the models. He could be their the, body. The NXT roster is full of models right now. Full of them. Yeah, so Braun will never do it. But <laughs> Braun's different. Braun's a wrestler. Braun, Braun's like a real wrestler. But the rest, a lot of those dudes they brought in are uh, look like Abercrombie models. Yeah, they like you know like you know like I'm not a fan of those people that sign out, but they're inexperienced. They know how to wrestle, but give them a gimmick. Just stick a gimmick to them. Yeah. <laughs> 
They would do. They would do fine. They would do fine. And yeah, and we, we'll we'll see. We'll see more of them down the road. Also, I was going to say another NXT guy who's come up who has impressed me a lot is Gunther. Gunther, Gunther, Gunther is unbelievably a great character. Um, doing the Vladimir Koloff, <laughs> Vladimir Koloff gimmick. Um, I was I still going to call him Walter. <laughs> him and and Kaiser are a great duo, a great team. That is, I, I do feel bad they left the rest of Imperium. They they left the rest of Imperium yes, down there at NXT. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, those two, those two together, and having him come up and have immediate success winning the in and winning the Intercontinental title, perfect. He's a he is the he is a great Intercontinental champion. Oh yes, what makes it great? He's a legit professional wrestler. He did his work, did his time on the Indies. He's from England and Europe. He wrestled all over there. He won the toughest and stiffest guy in the ring. He, I don't know if he lit. Was it lighting up now? But from those chops today, it didn't look like it. But he's one of the toughest guys in Europe. They hired two legit pro wrestlers that, that are, you know, right now, look at him. Intercontinental champion, one of the best ones right now going. And his partner, a great tag partner. And freaking, they're, they're killing it right now. And you would never guess. Can you guess where they're from? Um, Austria. Okay, you got it right. Dang it. <laughs> uh, they, got the Aust- they got the Austrian flag on their shirts. Uh, yeah, okay, that's a giveaway. A lot of people tell asking me, like, are they Russian? Are uh, they Austrian? <laughs> and there's a dead, dead giveaway on the shorts. You saw the shorts, so yeah, I love I love the WWE audience, but I mean, we they thought Yokozuna was from Japan, and yeah, yeah. So, so when it comes to geographic locations, that is, I love the WWE fan base. I do, but geographics is not their strong suit. No, they see somebody that look act like a, I don't want to say the the the, uh, the bad word, but like let's say Russian kind of mimicky kind of thing. They'd be like, "Oh, he's Russian. Oh, he's bad." I was like, "No." They look at the background, and if they give away where they're from on their shorts, like Walter does, the you know you could tell they're Austrian, and a lot of people don't. Yeah, like WWE Universe, they don't really pay attention to that. They try. They try to uh, Rusev out there. People don't know where Roman. They just assume Romania was part of Russia. That's what everybody just is. What did they say? Moscow, right? Wasn't he Moscow or something? Yeah, yeah. When he came out, yeah, he's from he's from Bulgaria. Yeah, Bulgaria. Yeah, he's from Bulgaria. But people confused again. His his wife CJ, who uh, who is Lana, she's from Tallahassee, Florida. Yeah, and people thought she was Russian or something. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's it's not. It's very good, very good acting. But uh, geography is uh, it's kind of a <laughs> it, it's it's funny. We, we we can go British bulldogs. We can go um, who who else we got? Uh, Even Kofi Kingston, who was Kofi, yeah yeah Kofi <laughs> yeah. So you have a lot of uh, a lot of people who who um, claim to be from somewhere, but not. But it worked for storyline's sake. It works. Um, but. Uh, but Gunther, Gunther is perfect. I like what they're doing. Just keep that going. Let's get him on there every week. And he is going to go toe-to-toe, it looks like, with uh, Nakamura. That's right. Walter and Nakamura, that could be – let them go. These two will knock each other. They will have a match in the night. These two could go stiff if they want. They could have a match in the night. Yeah, and that's I, – I think people would love to see that. they love to see that uh, those two go toe-to-toe because of their, their styles are – connected yes yeah, right strong style which is like it, it it hurts some people but they're used to it but it would make a hell of a match yeah yeah um i'm trying to think what else so also uh the main event tonight on smackdown we had a uh kind of a one okay so so they did declare that that um drew would be fighting roman at the uh, Glasgow ca- Castle thing in England this September already, but this yeah. was this was a match to see who would be fighting him. So I was like, "Why are we doing this?" But, but it just it's just one of the things they just do from time to time. They need a yeah. main event. Exactly, like you said, they need a main event, and they're like, "Well, let's just put this together." We didn't get Sheamus versus Drew. We got 
Pete Dunn versus Drew, where Sheamus kind of promo coughing and said, oh, my God, I hope I don't have the COVID. I got to get tested. Dude, if you got the COVID right now, you guys have fixed everybody in the arena. Yeah. You get WWE sued. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you signed a waiver. Yeah, I did. Maybe signed. We signed. Yeah, you signed. They, they everywhere had you signed a waiver now that we are not responsible for anything um, <laughs> that happens to you. I just um, think I thought he, Drew was gonna lose to COVID. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna beat it with COVID. This is a no, yeah. I think he was making fun of Drew because Drew had COVID. Remember? Oh yeah, he did have COVID. <laughs> yeah, he missed a little bit of time with COVID. Um, so he we sacrificed Butch. He Butch was the ritual sacrifice there, getting Claymored out of his socks by Drew McIntyre. That's right. Uh, you know, I'm glad Drew. I'm a poor Butch. Pete Dunn, a great, a great athlete, great pro- professional wrestler. I feel like they could do more with the guy. Give him like a, I don't know, give him something. But this guy could go. Yeah, and hopefully he'll he'll get his opportunity. But all in all, we we have uh, we have some new champions. We have a uh, a new um, Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Um, and going back a year, think about a year last year, Big E was the person who won the big, uh, the briefcase and he had up until his injury, he was having a fantastic year. He was on a great run. That's right. He was having a great run and you know, he's, he's doing better now. We all saw his posting. So he'd be back probably next year, ready to go. And, uh, so as we get into the SummerSlam main event, um, it's a last man standing match. So this is supposedly Brock Lesnar's last shot at the title versus Roman. I hope so, because you know they kind of this. You know we're getting a WrestleMania makeup day, so this is the last one. So hopefully this will be the end of their feud and we get some new people in there to feud with. Yeah, yeah, and that should be good. We're going to get Street Profits versus the Usos rematch. That's going to be good. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Baron Corbin. Yep. Yep, two former NFL players, and I found out Barron played for the Colts too. I didn't know this. Yeah, Barron was a Barron was an offensive. Uh, I think he was a center guard, and Pat had both tackles. That something. Yeah, Pat and Pat was a great kicker, great punter, fantastic oh, punter. He made more money than Barron, but <laughs> he made more money than a lot of people. They did. <laughs> and yeah, like, between those yeah. two. <laughs> he had a great he had a great career. Um, that's the best job in the NFL, probably just punting the ball. That's all you gotta do. Or backup quarterback. That's probably even a better job. That is true. You not you know, hopefully the quarterback don't get hurt, so you don't have to get play. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as uh, as you as we go, oh yeah, yeah, backup quarterback is fantastic. You can play for you can play for fifteen years, and uh, all you got to do is show up in practice. Learn your playbook, stay in the books, and stay healthy. Play lots of golf. That's right. Play a lot of golf. You don't even need to lift heavy weight. If you do like to lift heavy weight, you might want to think that double check that. <laughs> yeah. The um but yeah, Pat Pat is uh Pat should have a great match. People love Pat McAfee. I'm glad to see him get in the ring. People hate Baron Corbin, want to see him get beat up. That's gonna be a great match. Um, what was the other match I saw? Um, I, I think we're, we're probably going to get some definite returns. So what's, what's the news on Bailey? Bailey is teasing an in-ring return. So that'd be great if SummerSlam, if she's the, um, if she shows up, that'd be a great opponent for Liv Morgan to build up for, for the next big pay-per-view. Like Bailey appears out of nowhere, attacks her. And you know, that's Liv Morgan's new opponent. How's a better question? How long before, before Charlotte comes back and beats Liv Morgan? God, I hope she never comes back, but very uh, soon. I hope not. I got. I'm just bored of her, but you know she'll come back probably in a few months. She's enjoying her time off. Like I know Andrade came back early. He went back to work, but I guess she's just enjoying marriage life right now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that whoever, as we all know, whoever's holding that SmackDown title is just a placeholder for Charlotte. Unfortunately, especially so, with Sasha, especially with Sasha gone. Yeah, Sasha to me, to me, Sasha, yeah, Sasha is like the marquee player than Charlotte because to me, Charlotte's like, you know, what's a vanilla ice cream? She's you know plain and stale, but Charlotte is like, like you know, chocolate and caramel and sprinkles and all the toppings combined. Where you know, 
She could act. She could perform. She has the look. She looks like a model. She's perfect. <laughs> and great life skill. I will say this. If Charlotte did the stuff that uh, Sasha did, Charlotte was still over her job. They wouldn't have fired Charlotte. She was overdone? No, what no. I don't, think, I don't think that, like, if uh, if Charlotte had done what Sasha oh. did, Charlotte would still have a job. Yeah. Well, they offered Sasha to come back, but Sasha said no. <laughs> so, right now, they're just negotiating with Sasha to come back. Naomi, I don't know what's going on. I Hopefully, they're negotiating with her, too. Yeah. Because yeah. they said Sasha will be a hot free agent if she decides to, like, scratch this all together. <laughs> Especially, I saw, you saw that AEW is paying Mark Henry $3 million a year. Yeah, they're throwing money away at the people. I was like, you know, I love AEW, but you guys got to be smart with your budgeting a little bit. Because I know he, you guys are rich. I met a, I met a dude who's in, uh, he works at a gym that I go to. And he is on the, uh, he goes and trains at Cody's facility. And he's in AEW. That's insane. He, he is a gym manager. He is a gym manager by day. Awesome gym uh, down in uh, Sandy Springs. Uh, but he's been on AEW a couple times. He fought Wardlow. Um, he he's fought a couple different people. But yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's at yeah. But AEW does give. I mean, they they give away huge contracts. Huge. Yeah, it's not the best idea all the time to do that. It's like. I know that he, Tony Khan is a multi-crazy billionaire, but still, you still got to be smart with your company's money. You don't want to throw all your money all at once at people, you know. You need a little bit of, you know, smart budgeting going on. So, so that being said, they would be able – they would do whatever it takes to sign, sign Charlotte. Yeah. Because, because the match would be Charlotte versus um, – Sasha? Oh, Sasha. Sasha. I think I got Charlotte on my brain. I'm thinking of those abs. Uh, Sasha versus um, Jade Cargill. Could be Jade, but I wouldn't want to see. I think it'd be a better match for her and Thunder Rosa. They could still still show. That would also be really good. That would also be really good. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it it would. So hopefully they can can figure that out. All right, also we got one big, huge signing uh, for SummerSlam going in. So we're bringing in Logan Paul. Oh God! Who is uh who who has he's been? I'm trying to think how many matches he's had. I know he had. I know he had the match with the the Miz recently, but then yeah, he did have one more. He had a thing with Kevin Owens like like two years ago. Yeah, it was a mini match. I'm not fond of Logan Paul. At least I don't have to watch the match. But Logan Paul, he has a good dance partner with Miz. Miz and him are buddies, and Miz is going to take take care of him, but. I'm not a big fan of Logan Paul, so if he, hey, if I always said, if his heart's in the right place, hey, if you if you love really love the business, then I'll, maybe I'll go root for you. But if you're just there for the sake of being a social media icon, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, you, I'm sure I he's don't. got. I'm sure he's got. He's got 23 million uh, followers. He really cares what two dudes on a podcast have to say. Good. I don't care about him either, but still, it's like, who cares? Like, who did, he could his fans gonna you know kiss his butt all day long and be like, yeah, he's the greatest in the world. Oh, he sucks at wrestling, but he's great. Yippee! But I'm like, okay, cool. He signed. Okay, let's see you do the work now, and let's see if you get the heart to handle this business and love the business like Miz would. Miz is a great dance partner, so you got a lot to learn from Miz. I don't care. He said that they're great athletes. Great, you're a great athlete. Fantastic. Give you a high five. But this is a business that, you know, me and a lot of people grew up loving. You don't flip the fans off and us off saying, like, hey, I'm going to get the easy way and sign up right now. No, do the work and do the time. So we're going to see if Logan Paul truly loves the business and his heart's in the right place. So I won't watch the match, but I'll watch the highlights. So I don't have from, to watch the whole thing. From a, from a business standpoint, I understand why they did it. Um, well, yeah, that- to make a dollar. That photo is the highest – it's the most, like, photo in the history of World Wrestling Entertainment. Him holding up the contract with Triple H and Stephanie. Well, because of his fan base. But, yeah, yeah. They, they want to make – Huge, huge, huge fan base. Huge. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, he doesn't care what we think. He, he, I mean, we're nobodies to him. Um, so, it wouldn't matter. But he has enough pull to, to literally change – Make major changes so people who wouldn't sponsor WWE events, people who wouldn't put commercials on WWE events, are going to do it now that he's on there. 
So I understand why they, they did it. But he does have to get in there and, and prove himself um, with whoever he's in there against. Now, they're going to protect it. They're going to protect him. They're going to do whatever okay. whatever they have to do to put in there, give him the best trainers. They're probably flying people out to his house to train him when, yes. he's, when, he's, uh, when he's at home to make sure that well, he is able to give the best performance possible. Well, yeah, and they're not going to pay that. They're going to make sure he doesn't get embarrassed either. But, like, have someone like, hey, let's teach this guy the, the business, how Walter go off on him. They're not going to say, hey, Walter, you can't beat the heck out of him. Walter, so, would, be fi- Walter be, would be fired immediately. Oh, yeah, they're going to have somebody to baby him or have Walter. Yeah, Walter yeah if, if anybody does anything to Logan, they'll be fired because Logan's a bigger investment than anybody that they have there. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a megastar like a Cena or something, but yeah, there's nobody. They're gonna have him coddle like a kid. So we'll see. This, like you know, yeah, he has a yeah. lot. He has a lot to learn. Yeah, I mean, he's only he's only wrestled two matches his his entire life. So yeah. he's got he's got some uh, he's got some he's going to get the experience. But I'm I am interested. What I was most interested in in that signing is what they told him. And what dollar amount they could put on that piece of paper that would make him want to give up his free time to come do this? Yeah, he still got his company though. Yeah, I know, I know, but but it's still it's still something that you are putting yourself in harm's way. You're already a multimillionaire. You can already do whatever you want. He, he's made, he never has to work again. If he said, "Hey, I don't want to work ever again," he's done. He can get out. But for him to get in there and want to do this, I want to know what they told him. That's that. That is my. That is my. What convincing did they have to do? Because I got to tell you this: he didn't go to them. They came to him and asked him to do this. Yeah, because he well, he asked him to do it, so they probably gave him a good lump sum of money. Like you know, Vince is uh, is, is you know well known about giving away a lump sum of money to people. So he's gonna, uh, he's, he's gonna have to match that, maybe even a little bit more. Yeah, so like I well, Logan Paul doesn't have to do the things that certain people have to do with Vince. So uh, he's maybe a rich, he did. I don't all, know. All, all rich guys do that, though. I'm going to tell yeah. you, everybody, everybody who has Vince's money does that. Everybody. Oh yeah. There's oh, yeah. no, there are no exceptions. None. It's just okay. who gets caught and who doesn't. Yeah, Vince got caught. Where you know, eventually he's going to have to pay the maker. Eventually, like everybody else, he can't get away forever. Everybody he, else, he he owns the company. There's nothing they can do to him. Oh, that's, that's gonna be that's always gonna be repercussions. So, like everybody got away there, with something, but there's always a little something. There, there, there are no repercussions. What they're gonna do is they're gonna say they're gonna say apologize, and then he's gonna be fine. We'll see. Maybe well, everybody like Tiger Woods and them had to go through some crap before. So Tiger, Tiger Woods is still hella rich, and he's still playing golf, and nothing has changed in his life. Yeah, true. Who cares? But you know, but like, hey, he's like f everybody else. We're rich, so who cares? But you know, maybe there's repercussions. Maybe there's not. We don't know. There but, won't be any. There, no rich. <laughs> we don't rich, know. If you are rich, if you are rich in America, there are no repercussions unless you kill someone. As long as you don't kill anybody, they're not going to do anything to you. We might that's, find out Vince later killed somebody. <laughs> that's that is America. That 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 is that is America. If you have a billion dollars, you can do whatever you want. Just don't kill anybody. We'll let you go. Hmm. Unfortunately, and Vince, yeah. And Vince, Vince being who Vince is, and, and doing this, he, I mean, this is this is stuff that he's been doing this his entire life, ever since he's been wealthy. Um, and it's just coming out now because it it it, it interfered with with uh, the stockholders and, and the stock prices and doing all that sort of stuff. So is it? It's an internal investigation. So you know what that is? That's you. That's you or me. Saying, hey, you know, I didn't put the weights up. Like, like if I'm at the gym, I didn't put the weights up. And me telling on myself. That's what an internal investigation is. Like, you know what? I didn't do it or I did it. But you know what? They're my weights. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's Vince McMahon's MO. So we'll see what happens. He'll probably get luck free or maybe not. We don't know. Sure. Also, also, twelve million dollars is like five cents to you and me, to Vince. That's what twelve million dollars is. Oh yeah, Vince is a multi-billionaire. Twelve million yeah. is good, but you know he doesn't. It's a, it's a lot of money. To, twelve million is a ton of money to me. That's not a lot of money to him. He he would rather 
He would he he give he would have given for him not to go through this at all. He would have given forty or fifty million. Damn, I should have freaking slept with Vince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what he would give because I mean it is it does suck, but that's just the way that that's just the way it is. Nothing bad happens to billionaires who own companies. And like I said, the worst thing that can happen is they they tell him that he can't be there anymore. He's still going to be there because Stephanie's there. Yeah. So, unfortunately, so... Well, I forgot what I was going to say. But, yeah, so... Yeah, Vince May probably will get all scot-free and nothing will happen to him. And he, he's still got the same power as he is right now. He's not just a title change right now, so... And you saw what happened when he came out there. Everybody cheered him, just like well, as yeah. always. WWE Universe. The WWE fan in WWE Universe will be loyal to WWE and Vince till the very end. Like, they believe WWE can do no wrong. It's uh, yeah, Angels, which Never. they're not. Which I point out sometimes they do stuff wrong, with, but, cause, but I see it both ways. I don't always say one person's right all the time. But, you know, loyal WWE fans would say they're, they're angels. They're amazing. They can do no wrong. They're the best things in sliced bread. They're blinded by, by 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 WWE. So yeah, they're gonna believe they're gonna cheer Vince till the very end. So yeah. yeah. Vince is Vince is you know, Vince is fine in the WWE universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is true. All right, let's leave it right there. Let's get some questions. All right. Fa- favorite WWE uh gimmick. Or oh, it could be a tag team or it could be a single person. Um, it could be WCW. You got WCW too. Favorite of all time. Um, I like the New Day just because I, I thought they're they're original and you had that had not been done. Um, they started off kind of going like the nation route and then they changed it to three guys living their best life, shaking their hips, wearing unicorn horns and and going on and winning championships. So I'm going to have to go with New Day. New Day. Actually, mine was like probably their, their, um, their spawns, the evil twins from back in the day, three count. Three count. All right. Helms, Shannon Moore, and what's the middle guy? The guy was ripped up. I always forget his name. Oh, my God. I forgot the guy's name. It was three of them. He was the main guy who was the better in shape one. Um, What was his name? Um, He he was with uh, – did he team with the Hardys at one point? I don't think so. Team with the Hardys. I don't think so. He had to stay with WWE. But he, he was the better – he was the more ripped up one of three count. He was the lead singer of them. Okay. I always forget his name, but they were my favorite fashion because they were like, you know, as a 90s kid growing up, boy bands were the thing. So I enjoyed watching it because they were like – I was like, oh, man, they're imitating insane. This is cool. Even though they were heels and they weren't the best singers, but the, the, the song, Everybody Goes Down with a Three Count, it was probably, it was probably one of my favorite songs growing up. <laughs> You can't beat that. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. All right, next next question. Next okay. It's fitness one. Best was it ten what well, let's say it's like let's say three ways to boost your performance. Oh, sleep more, eat better, and hydrate more. That's right. Any so any any other special boost your performance factors? Um Take one thing. What would it be? If I did if one one thing, uh, like supplement wise, it could be supplement. It, or it could be just something else. It could be. Um, it could be. You could say sleep is the number one thing. <laughs> uh, oh, number one. Yeah, I was gonna say rest. Yeah, if you the more rest you can get in the day, the better you the better you'll perform from brain function to neuro, uh, to your nervous system to everything. Yeah, I agree with that too. I know, like, a lot of people say eight hours of sleep, but what do you believe in the six-hour sleep release is good? I want to get ten hours of sleep every day. That's what I shoot. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if I can sleep like Felix the Pomeranian, I would be I would be in pretty good shape. Hey, David, I mean, you have to go to bed early and wake up the, early enough to go to your training time. That is the that that's the that's the way to go. But yeah, if you can get between six and eight hours, you you'll you'll be good. Okay, so that's a that's a good one. Like I would believe rest is the number one key factors. And what about uh, like if you could uh, give one strength training advice, what would it be? Oh, be patient. Um, be patient. A lot of I see so many people in there trying to rush 
gains and and just try to uh, muscle the weight up and not use great form. You get way further using good form um, and less weight than using more weight with bad form. That's why I say people always say you train with a lot of girls. And I was like, you know why? Because girls don't worry about weight. They just want to do the right form. That's why training with girls is better. I've found in my in my experience, like the girls I train with, they always are focused on co- the exercise completion versus how much weight they can do. Exactly. And me and Crossbones, when we work out, we always worry about how much weight we can put on the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go for 500 right now. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it's still silly. It's silly. I mean, I, I don't even really care about the weight. I just want to make sure I do it right. That is true. Like with terrible form, you're either not going to get the weight, but if you do get the weight, you could probably rip, probably hurt yourself. Yeah. You try to add deadlift, you could probably be, end up like a Mortal Kombat fatality where your spine just comes straight out of your body. Yeah, people <laughs> always have said, I mean, you do have to do, to get stronger, you do have to progressively do more weight. But mm-hmm. do better form. If your form is good, you don't have your form, the, the strength is going to come anyway. It is Exactly. Good. Exactly. Especially when people, when they're tired, like they're like, oh man, I'm exhausted, you know, but I got to hit this hard, heavy deadlift. If there's no point of going heavy on deadlifts, if you're going to be exhausted, they put like some moderate weight in there and get a couple reps in. It's more beneficial than being exhausted and trying to struggle through the workout. Right, right. That's another thing. And also on deadlifts, we got to give a shout out to our boy Tommy, who went to Vegas and won the powerlifting competition. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Big boss, Boss Winkle. That's, That's good right. stuff. Congrats, Tommy. That's right. Tommy said, uh, sent me a message today. He said, like, our deadlifting workouts work. I was like, I was like, I could, I know. We deadlift once a week together. So I was like, yep, I guess it did work, even though he deadlifts 600 and he surpassed me in many ways. <laughs> there we go. There and we how go. about, I got something for you. Summertime's here. What, well, how, this is a good way. What, is the summer what's the summer feeling? Is there a special soundtrack? What gives you indicator is summer? Pain and gain. I always start off my summers by watching my favorite. It's not only my favorite Michael Bay movie, it's my favorite Rock Dwayne Johnson movie and my favorite Mark Wahlberg movie. Pain and gain. That is my that favorite is, thing. That is one of my favorites. Actually, I have that on DVD still. If you guys watch a true story, it's not as entertaining. So just watch the movie. You should not want to get into the nitty gritty of that. <laughs> so he was arrested June seventeenth, nineteen ninety five, is mm-hmm. when um, the main character of Pain and Gain was arrested. So it happened during summer, and it fe- the whole movie feels like summer. It is a great uh, summer movie. I still have I still have some Pain and Gain tanks laying around somewhere. Uh, the the red the red Nike throwback, um, but yeah, it was a it was a it's a good movie and it's kind of like my official kickstart to summer movie, um, along with also you did, you got great music, um, I I like the I listen to the police, um, I uh, I kind of like a I like it also like eighties 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 music uh, is very summerish to me. How about you? That means Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger Things, yes. Very heavy, heavy 80s of Stranger Things. You know, when I was watching that, I was like watching the people, how they dress and their hairstyles. I was like, is this Crossbones back in the day? Man, 80s were great. I tell people all the time, pound for pound, the greatest decade in the history of the world were the 1980s. I would say, but like Stranger Things shows some 80s. I was like, man, this is amazing. Yeah. What was your style back in the 80s? Like, what, 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 did you have like the... The, the poofy hair, or what was it? Um, I had no, I never rocked the box, I never had a box. I was, I was always kept it close, kept it, kept it tight. Um, but yeah, they're just normal. Uh, we wore jams, which are kind of like these shorts that were bright colors, and Ocean Pacific was big, Oscosh, Bagosh, things like that. Man, that was a, that was a good time. I, I, I wish, I, I wish I was around those 80s times. After all, I'm a big fan of Stranger Things now, but watching those 80s shows and stuff, I was like, this is freaking awesome. You guys have to time your lives back then. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. Can't knock, can't knock 80s summer. I had a band. But if we were ever able to get anything off the ground, the band was called 80s Summer. 
That's what the band was called. Um, self-titled album, never going to happen. But if it did, it would be fantastic. Yeah, we never know. Maybe I, we could convince Crossroads to lay down some tracks. <laughs> I know, but everybody's too famous now to, to work on it. Uh, Dinker is million followers on uh, or million million subscribers on on YouTube. Can't can't even get him to return my calls. Yeah, uh, the uh, Xavier Woods who can sing. Austin can sing, which is which is uh, I was gonna have him sing the hooks. Way too famous now to be doing that. So. Wow. You got to stri- strike while the iron's hot, and uh, iron has since cooled because they are they are multimedia superstars. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> my son, as I say, go for my music. For me to hit summer hits, when I know it's summer, and the radio plays Sugar Ray, and I, that's when I know it's summertime. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, that song is relaxing. I remember, su- I remember Sugar Ray. I remember Sugar Ray. He was good. He was great. That's the song I remember as a kid. That's how I'm playing. I'm at the the pool with my friends when I was a kid. That's how I was playing. I was like, oh, that's how every morning comes on. I was like, it, it makes you smell the seawater coming up. It's just it's, it's perfect summer weather. I mean, summer weather music. I was wondering what happened. Why don't they come out with another album? <laughs> Mark, I think Mark McGrath does like TV now. He's like he's like a host of one of those like uh like Entertainment Tonight or something like that. Ah. Sumer retired too too late. We, I always want one more Sugar Ray album. Yeah, Sugar Ray was fantastic. That Sugar, they were. That was amazing. LFO, Girl on TV. That's a summer songs for me. I was an LFO. <laughs> oh yeah, L- uh, they're the, they the people who did Abercrombie and Finch. Yeah, that was that with Jennifer Love Hewitt. That was them. How about that? And it's still on my playlist. Every time I'm driving in the car, those songs would come on. All right. Uh, have you got a chance to watch uh, the Buckhead Shore? I watched a episode of it. <laughs> Did you? I watched. Uh, I think I watched an episode and a half. I can't believe that kid's parents invented Zaxby's. I can't remember which kid was this. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the main kid, the main kid whose whose uh, whose house whose house that they're they're at up in uh, Lake Burton. Oh, okay. I, I I didn't know who these people. I only watched one episode, and I kind of got right. tuned out. So, so for the people who don't do don't know Georgia, Lake Burton is a fancy pants lake. So, if you watch football, that's where all the the, the football coaches in college, big time SEC programs, they all live on that lake on Lake Burton. Nick Saban, Kirby, uh, Jimbo Fisher, all live up in this lake, North Georgia, called Lake Burton. Wow. I can't believe Bucket had their own shore, even though it's not Bucket Bucket all the time. But oh, I, people who people who watch MTV are also bad with geography because Atlanta is nowhere near any body of water, not even close. Yeah, well, what's the closest one? Savannah is another one. Let's go do uh, Savannah Lake, Shore, Lake, Lake Lanier, or or um or what's what's the lake up up seventy five eighty five or something? You're talking about or. Um, I forget. Is it is, is there? Isn't there like a lake, like in like above Kennesaw? Oh, you mean the Chattahoochee River? You're talking about? Oh no, 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 no! I can't remember what it's called. Uh it'll. Come uh, yeah, but the biggest, the biggest body of water closer, closest to the city is uh, Lake Lanier. Ah, yes, that's the that's the famous lake here in Georgia. But yeah, like like you said, MTV is not the best geographical people where. But like if you go to bucket bucket, there's no water around you unless you go to the lo- to somebody's pool. <laughs> but uh, it's a bunch of kids that don't lift, who yep. who are second second generation rich kids. Yep, who got the life handed to them, and MTV say, "Hey, you do this." <laughs> yeah, come up here and do do a uh, reality show. Um, but it's interesting. But I I can't. I sit through one episode. That's it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't watch it. <laughs> It's a microcosm of where society is at this point in time, and it's not good. It's not good. But no. I, I do, I do understand. I do understand these kids have no problems of their own, but they constantly are trying to seek out and create problems for themselves. That is right. I was like, I was, yeah, like if you have no problems, why are you seeking problems? You're trying to do bucket shorts. Don't do this. <laughs> but they don't care. They, they, they don't know what they're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. They'll find out very soon. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, they will. All right. So uh, that unless you have another question. No, I was gonna say like a uh, bucket, bucket. Like um, uh, maybe you see my cameo maybe when I was in Havana. Maybe they they, they filmed it back then while I was still going out. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. But that, so that wraps it up for us. Uh, another episode of the Bang and Clanging Podcast. Like to subscribe, get our likes up, and maybe we can be as famous as Logan Paul one day. But hopefully not. Um, I would also like to thank the people at Banff Hammer and GMU Nutrition for uh, for for all that they do, keeping people in shape and getting people ready and healthy and having a fun summer. Uh, Brenda, take it home. That's right, everybody. Like Crossman said, thank you to everybody tuned into the uh, Bang and Clang Sports Podcast. Like and subscribe. Check out the YouTube page, Clang and Bang, Voice of the Phase, and see a couple workouts we do. Pretty soon, we're going to have a new season of the Clang and Bang pretty soon. And thank you to Banff Hammer, Jimmy New Nutrition, and th- thank you everybody for tuning into us. Make sure you tell everybody about us to tune into the Bang and Clang Sports Podcast. Tell everybody about us. And make sure you stay hydrated during these summer heats. It is hot. I mean, like, it is unbelievably hot, Crossbones. Like, this summer heat is ridiculous. Been hot. It's, it's too hot. It's too hot. Is it? Is 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 this hotter than Nelly's song? Hot in here, like legit. I'm sweating by taking one step out my door. So don't forget to hydrate it. Drink your Gatorade Zero, zero sugar, less the calories, better for you. And get yourself a Banff hammer. Keep working out. And as always, Crossbones here, whose arms are stronger than Asgardians and Atlanteans themselves, allegedly. Allegedly, and I am Blake Beretta, maybe second strong as arms, and I got another pile of laundry mm-hmm. to finish up before bedtime. And as always, we are banging and clanging sports. And we'll catch you in the next exciting episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. If you'd like to help me with my laundry, I'll be here. And good night. <laughs>